0: to climate action with Net Zero Homes, a podcast brought to you by Schneider Electric, dedicated to achieving net zero goals and building smart and sustainable homes. We speak with global CEOs, industry analysts, innovators, and energy optimists to tackle the biggest sustainable challenges we face at home by leveraging smart technology and digital innovation.
1: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Climate Change with Net Zero Homes podcast. I'm your host, Manish Pant, and I drive sustainable smart homes innovation at Schneider Electric. This series explores the home of the future and features experts from all walks of life in the residential sector. In today's episode, I'm here sitting down with Daniel Tellero from GuideHouse Insights. Danielle is an industry analyst based in Boulder, Colorado. One year ago, when the pandemic was starting in Europe and propagating to the US uh, quite rapidly, one of the consequences was that, you know, we have been spending many hours at home like we never did before. The perception of our homes has changed a lot uh, in this period. I'm very glad to have today Danielle with us to discuss the things about home energy management or HEM as it is also known and called. Uh, the de-urbanization and the new multi-use home trend. Thanks for joining me, Danielle. How are things in Colorado?
2: Thank you, Manish, it's great to be here. Uh, Things in Colorado are great. Uh, This is a lovely state, plenty of mountains, plenty of fresh air, which I enjoy frequently. So um, yes, things are good here. And this topic is definitely um, of interest to me and to GuideHouse. I am a senior consultant with our buildings suites, and I focus uh, primarily on the residential side of um, in home energy management, HEM, what we can call it for short. And, uh, you know, we've been tracking a lot of different trends around home electrification and um, you know, just generally smart home uh, technology for quite some time. So, you know, we're thrilled to participate in Snyder's series today.
1: Thank you, Danielle. And, you know, I'm I'm here in Hong Kong by the sea. So I think between us, we got it all covered. Well, uh, coming back to our topic, uh, it's great talking to you today on on what's hot in the smart home space. What are some of the biggest trends that you're seeing in the market?
2: Yeah, great question, Manish. So, really, you know, some of this, you know, may be familiar to to our audience here, but really, we're seeing it, especially in residential, a lot of time, more time being spent at home for a variety of an expanding uh, set of reasons. Right? We have people using the home in a, in a multi-use way as an office as a gym as a school as an entertainment center um, you know some trends also in many in many regions around um, around increased population of suburban areas rather than urban centers just to you know decrease any any potential transmission risk um, we've also seen a lot of home energy demand incre- uh, increasing uh, under lockdown obviously you know, people are with all these uses, they're using a lot more energy. So it's just, it just it's it's something that is more top of mind for people nowadays, and all of that kind of leads up to just this this you know the, the opportunity we see around home energy management uh, technology to really reach a, a broader and uh, a broader audience with a deeper set of solutions. Uh, so you know we've been tracking that across a variety of different uh, areas. You know, home energy reports, smart home. Uh, But, um, you know, we'd like to like to go more in depth into what's emerging in this space. So really exciting trends.
1: Indeed. And, uh, you know, I'm part of those trends, uh, just like uh, a lot of us here. uh, We're spending more time at home and therefore have seen uh, together with uh, with the family that we are spending. The uh, our energy bills have clearly been mushrooming uh, because of that. Uh, and, and as a consequence, we, we clearly see a growing interest in smart home energy management solutions. Not to mention that, you know, uh, the weather phenomenas that we are seeing all across the world have also brought in a corresponding change in terms of how we look at home energy management. So, Daniel, are there any challenges when it comes to the widespread adoption of better energy management tools? Uh, I'm assuming that there will be more uptake as we consume more and more energy.
2: Yes, absolutely. There are a number of challenges in this market that we've also been tracking alongside the many opportunities we see. Um, so really, the first thing I would highlight is just a big disconnect between uh, demand for and supply of improved HEM solutions, right? There's a siloed suite of digital solutions right now in residential, and we we see a lot of uh, opportunity for a more holistic uh, system-oriented approach for the home as a whole. Um, Consumers, I think, are also you know there there's increasing uh, awareness and comfort with digital solutions in the home. But again, you know, this inter- the the question of interoperability across different devices is a major challenge. So, you know, the holistic approach again has a lot of potential there. Um, it's a quite a fragmented market in general. Um, I, I think you could characterize HEM uh, and smart home uh, really as in a, in a kind of a mid to early adoption phase. So. You know, again, there's this, this, this next level is kind of beckoning around integrated solutions um, you know, that have a single dashboard, if you will, that have all of the energy loads integrated across the home. So you know, the, the, the comprehensive data that would allow that and that would go into a system also has the potential to really expand the net zero proposition and the net, the net zero potential um, of the home specifically. Um, but you know, we also see that consumer awareness of those energy savings is maybe low through uh, HEM adoption. Um, you know, smart appliances are, are maybe an exception. There's been more uptake there. Um, but in a more siloed context, right, without the kind of comprehensive bill and load management capabilities um, that a, a, a more holistic system would provide. Uh, in, and you know, again, you know, if we're thinking about just... The status quo in many many developed uh, economies, most existing homes are not energy efficient. New construction is a small part of the annual building stock, Um, so you know eighty percent of the buildings that are going to exist in twenty fifty are already built today. So then we need a lot of retrofit capability in the uh, next generation of home energy management systems. So those are those are key key challenges um, to to take from this. But um, you know we're there, there's a lot
1: of opportunity as well great uh, that you that you mention it uh you know if we segregate the market between uh, what has to be retrofitted uh, and together with uh, you know of course the new bills uh, we feel that for retrofitting of home energy solutions, the digital side is is something that could be done much faster as compared to the physical changes that are required in the homes and also it is much more cost effective and it starts to build on uh, bringing the consumer awareness and leading into much larger physical retrofits that potentially could be happening now, at the same time, for the new builds, consumers would expect new homes to come along with energy efficiency measures, which already in place. We at Schneider Electric have seen a lot of home builders across the globe that are uh, actually already implementing it and building homes that are respectful to the environment, even though the, the initial cost may be a bit higher than standard homes. And and there is a lot of support which is coming from various governments and the regulation bodies that are going to help them go in this direction.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm aware of some of Schneider's partnerships, which in in this space, which are you know incredibly important um, for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, as you say, you know, new homes today can be built in a in a variety of different ways, and, and you know, things are that you know some of those standards are changing quite rapidly. I think a key consideration is how easy it is to pre-configure some of these HEM uh, and net zero solutions into building plans you know, for home builders, for electrical contractors, uh, especially in new construction, You know, making, making these systems easier to adopt at that level is, is extremely important. So there's some of the industry partnerships, I think uh, that I'm aware of, uh, not only Schneider and, and some of the other vendors that we, we follow and support, you know, the, the partnerships that they're creating take pressure off of electricians, you know, off of some of the frontline stakeholders, even the homeowner, especially to be to be technical or cybersecurity specialists. Um, you know, and they're, they are making efforts to ensure some of the best of breed products are more widely available and especially easy to install and, and, and provide, again, that, that single dashboard right for the, for the whole home so, you know, so the homeowner can manage the, the entire energy load easily.
1: Yeah, and and uh, you you said it well that it's good to have these solutions in place and without the homeowner having to rely on calling the electrician every day to support them. I agree with you on that. Uh, so home energy management becomes a very important aspect of both retrofits and new builds that, that are happening. Uh, And clearly, it's going to help us fight against climate change, which is becoming so more imperative, as we mentioned before, with all the changes that we see around us. And I personally think a lot of that has got to do with with the climate change. And this is our contribution to it. We've seen in uh, some recent numbers that buildings are responsible for 39 percent of global energy related carbon emissions and it could even get worse as the building stock is expected to double by 2050 and here in hong kong if i give an example buildings account for almost 90% of electricity and over 60% of carbon emissions so clearly decarbonization of the built environment is becoming very very critical
2: i couldn't agree more and actually you know we, we really see it here at GuideHouse as kind of the next the next real the next real general, uh, challenge for a lot of Particularly North American stakeholders. I mean, a lot, there's a lot of effort into decarbonizing generation and into using more renewables, and then also to electrifying transport. But now, uh, you know, really decarbonizing the building stock is, is the next challenge. Uh, and you know, there we see electrified homes, especially envelope retrofitting, low-carbon construction. Those are the most effective ways to decarbonize homes. And right now, it's small percent that is you know that that you could describe uh, that way in the building stock. But that needs to accelerate rapidly. We know that um, with improved solutions and, and business models, especially, you know, the, I think the small, the smart home has had a dual effect on consumer behavior in that regard. Silent solutions have made it possible to act more sustainably throughout the home and have increased awareness. But especially now with you know, lockdown and uh, COVID impacts, it, the changing energy use of the home um, really requires a new level of management. You know, more holistic, as, I, as I've said you know, um, integrated uh, approach that can, you know, take all of the different energy loads within the home, all the different appliances, and ag- both aggregate them and disaggregate them, right, so that you can see exactly where increases in energy usage are coming from and how to coordinate that, you know, for instance, with time of use, uh, rates with utilities, all of that is kind of, that's the next level that we really need to be playing. You know, we know that consumers care about sustainability and energy efficiency, but it, it's this perhaps guidance and, and information about ROI, especially on, on these systems that can actually make the whole home profile more sustainable. It, it's, it's that level of information that's maybe still lagging, you know, but, that's, but that awareness element, I think, is emerging. So yeah, I would add
1: that. Yeah, so uh, as you say that uh, we clearly need now a Fitbit of the home that is able to provide the full energy picture. What we right see now. is homeowners are, are likely to invest in more solutions that allow them to make informed decisions about the energy consumption and therefore act on it. Uh, data uh, is going to become very key as part of that, and which could then be translated to you know, simple devices, just as we gave the example of Fitbit for the home, uh, which can give a clear explanation of the benefits and the ROI, which is today a missing link. So, what do you see are uh, some of the other developments that are supporting the transition to net zero and facilitating decarbonization and efficiency in homes?
2: Yeah, this is a fascinating area we track quite closely. There's a wide variety of developments I could mention. I think a a few that I'd highlight is just that with a growing share of renewables on the grid, you have utilities really rapidly expanding their what, what are called distributed energy resources systems and business approaches, really allowing for more uh, distributed assets throughout the residential and commercial building stock. So a lot of net zero DIY, you know, if you, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, consumers who are generating their own energy via solar, they have a lot of net metering opportunities. That's the kind of installation that can go to net zero more quickly, obviously. Um, but it requires tighter coordination with the utility. So a lot of utilities are, are expanding their offering in that, in that area what you can call DER or solar management, this kind of thing. Storage, I think, is also a major development. As EV penetration increases, and 2020 was a landmark year for EV penetration, actually, just, I can find some data on this, actually, as an aside, but, um, you know, really unprecedented adoption in 2020 of EVs. As that accelerates, you know, you're going to see a lot of that energy load going into the home. People need to charge those cars, right? So that's gonna increase the business case for stronger home energy management and also for utility connection, right? Because that's that that added electricity load that's is significant, right, in an EV. So you know, you, a time of use rate, for instance, during charging would make a massive difference on the cost of charging. So all of that needs to be coordinated, right, for, for optimal use. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm aware that um, Schneider and other vendors have, you know, have DER management as part of uh, as part of their home energy offering. So that's extremely promising. You, know, you have integrated, user-friendly, digit digitized HEM um, systems for the home that are enabling these new use cases. So that that contribute to net zero. So it's, there's there are a lot of developments.
1: True. Now, Daniel, we could keep on talking for more time, but I'm mindful of your of your time as well. Uh, and we know how important this, uh, this topic is, and it's so passionating for us to continue the conversation. Maybe to wrap up, uh, what are the three things that our audience should take away regarding the net zero homes, especially in this time that we're spending a lot of time at home and together with you know the, all the climate change that start to impact us?
2: That's a great question, uh, Manish. So I think I'd highlight a few things here. First is that net zero technology is changing incredibly quickly. So, um, you know, it's improving both in cost and performance. HEM uh, software, you know, that would apply to HGM software as well as major appliances, right? I'm thinking of heat pumps, heat pump, water heaters. There are a lot of new refrigerants, better cold weather performance coming into play. As far as you know, home construction itself—you have new low-cost prefabricated methods, as well as low-carbon materials that are lowering costs for new construction uh, of, of energy-efficient homes that would, you know, that are easy to uh, to reach net zero with. Uh, and then again, pre-configuration can lower that even further. So that it's just—it's worth really keeping track of those changing dynamics in this market, which is something we do uh, intensively at Guidehouse. Uh, And just also for those, you know, if you're considering this kind of investment or if you're a home builder, remember just that the cost of power and therefore regional context is a great uh, influence on ROI for these investments. Um, You know, we know that electrification paired with efficiency investments, envelope type uh, improvements, uh, that that that's a powerful combination uh, in energy savings terms and in ROI. So just evaluating these things in context is is really an imperative. Um, and you know, I mentioned home builders; they have a key role to play as quality installers. Even the best HEM system can't overcome efficiency losses from improper installation. So, those are some of the points I highlight.
1: Thank you, uh, Danielle. That's what we have time for, uh, and thanks a lot for sharing the Guidehouse insights perspective on the net zero homes today.
2: Thank you. It was a pleasure. And for more information on some of this market. you feel free to consult the Guidehouse Insights website, where we offer coverage of a wide variety of technology related to energy efficiency. Um, uh, Some of our reports are available there, as well as free executive summaries. And we we welcome any further discussion on these topics. Very interesting and uh, very grateful to you, Manish, for for this discussion.
1: Thank you uh, very much, uh, Danielle, for joining me uh, and and to the audience uh, on this episode. Of climate change with net zero homes podcast Uh, we'll be back in the next episode in a couple of months if you've enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to stay up to date and to find out more how we can create this path to net zero homes until next time thank you
0: thanks for listening to the climate change with net zero homes podcast by schneider electric be sure to subscribe to this podcast on the podcast app of your choice so you are sure you don't miss an episode. If you like this episode, we'd appreciate your rating. For more information on the Climate Change with Net Zero Homes podcast, go to se.com and look for Homes of the Future or follow us on LinkedIn. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Should not be undertaken as financial, economic, legal, business, tax, or investment advice. The information, statements, views, and opinions should not be construed as the provision of advice by Schneider Electric or as an offer to buy or sell any products or services or to make or consider any investment or course of action.